recording. I've been recording this whole time. <laughs> well, I started recording, and the podcast starts when I start recording. You're like Louis the Fourteenth. I am the state. Well, listeners, you missed out on all my great insights that started before he started recording. Yes, I'm sorry. Well, just hand out your phone number so they can just call you and you can just tell them personally your insights. Welcome to Vegan Hacks, your weekly dose of vegan madness. And snark and mild bitterness. Yes, I'm Jason Cartalian. Over there, we have... Mike Keller. Let's talk about Canada Goose. Okay, what about Canada Goose, your favorite company? Okay, well, again, they did such a wonderful thing by stopping killing live coyotes. Mm-hmm, that's a plus, baby steps. And in fact, this is from their PR thing that they wrote. It's a pivotal moment for us at Canada Goose as part of our dedication to our purpose-based platform, Human Nature. That's, I guess that's their purpose-based platform. And our relentless innovation, we're officially going fur free. Yay. That's a good thing, right? Through our phase approach, we will end the purchase of all fur by the end of 2021 and cease mm. manufacturing of, of, with, with fur no later than the end of 2022. We remain deeply devoted to keeping the planet cold and people on it warm. See, they care about people. Wait, so that means uh, this is an old press release because they're talking about 2021. The end of 2022. So, yeah, so I guess they're going to cease using fur. However, they still use down. Oh. So they're still using abused animals. They're still a cruelty company. Maybe that practice should also go down. Of course, it should. Something kind of caught my eye when it came to Canada Goose. I saw a post on TikTok about one of the employees of Canada Goose, and I'm going to play you uh, the TikTok. Okay, the name of this creator is Chantelle Belise, and she goes by The Flying Yak. Oh, fun. And and she's, she's talking about her experience working at Canada Goose. She was a goose maker. So I've been sewing at Canada Goose for a month now. I finished my training and I thought I would put together a little update. I started working on a production line and I'm on the lowest ranking line that apparently is the literal revolving door that's always understaffed. So I've been working there and uh, nobody explained to me anything about how they just plopped me in front of a sewing machine and were like, uh, quilt, bud, go ham. Um, so I started quilting and there's a little like mm, computer thing attached to every single sewing machine and you scan your own card and then you scan the card that's attached to whatever you're working on and it tells you how much time you have to do it. And so, uh, I would get a bundle and it would be like, you have 90 minutes and you will make $16. $16. Uh, so the the wages attached to piecework are from five, six, seven years ago. They are $11 an hour, um, which is 
crazy and uh, I as an experienced ish sewer am hitting 90% efficiency sewing up my absolute little heart out Ooh. as quickly as I can not taking any bathroom breaks going balls to the wall I'm hitting 90% so I'm going over time um, and so my wage is minimum wage um, just flat uh, and then I need to sew at over 150% efficiency to start seeing a penny over $15 or $15.50 as of this week and um, so that's a little bit frustrating and wow. uh, I don't think I'm gonna keep sewing at this pace uh, I did the training school where they paid me to train me which is great which is really nice but I'm not going to be able to pay rent if I don't start making actual money sewing and I don't think I will I may, I would make more money making coffee okay wow it's like a hamster on a wheel you like can't you can't run fast enough yeah that's rough man is she is she in Canada yeah she's in Canada so she's making 11 Canadian dollars an hour if she's lucky, but sometimes less because she doesn't hit 100% efficiency. Yeah, and these jackets are $1,200. Wow. You got this unethical company, abuses animals, and they also abuse humans as well. That's rough. I just can't imagine having to sew like, like your life depended on it. And if you stop to go to the restroom, your like, pay gets docked. It's like you're chained to your sewing machine. Anyway, so I got to thinking that this is how unethical companies run. They they abuse employees. They don't pay them a living wage. Um, I I, I would understand. I would also understand that maybe this would be an entry level to you know someone who's an immigrant as well. You know, this particular person was pretty well spoken. A very relatable young person, but I'm sure that there are people that can't go on TikTok and talk about how they're abused by their employees. In fact, this particular person was fired two days later. For speaking out? For speaking out, basically talking about how she does her job. I went down this kind of rabbit hole where I started thinking about so-called ethical companies. Now, where do we go when we want to learn about how ethical companies treat their employees? It's pretty opaque, I think. I don't like, think so. I, there's the internets here now. You go to you go to Glassdoor. Yeah, I went to Glassdoor. Glassdoor. Do you want to explain what Glassdoor is for people that don't know what Glassdoor is? It's like a review site for employees where they talk about whether they like or dislike working for a company. So you know, Glass is like transparency. You can take a little peek inside and see if people are disgruntled or if they're happy with their work environment. And I, it's anonymous, right? So it's like you can sort of tattle on your employer and tell them if, you know, tell like sort of warn the public if it's a good place to work or not a good place to work. And you have to take the reviews with a grain of salt. Sure. Some of them just could be like they were bad workers and they were fired and they're disgruntled. Right. But at the same time, also, if if there's a huge aggregation of negative reviews, it's probably a toxic workplace. Also, some employers put positive mm -hmm. reviews, fake they positive, positive reviews. Positive reviews, yeah. yeah. But again, I think that 
some of the details in these reviews are so stark and vibrant that damning they're not made up you can't make up certain stuff especially when the reviews keep on repeating and also i guess you can only put one review a year up and also to my experience in the food industry i see a certain trend and i'm like okay this makes sense these these comments make sense because i kind of know the characters involved or i've met some of these characters as well you you know it's also kind of so I don't mean to go back because we I, I'm still sort of processing what I saw with that video. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, it, as bad and rough as that, you know, eleven dollar an hour tract efficiency sewing situation is, you have to think like in Bangladesh or something, it's it's much worse, right? It's like less money and more pressure, right? Yeah, more time. Because yeah, more like paid like starvation wages and overtime and like full sla- I don't know, like I don't want to say slavery, but you know, it's bad. Well, she was pretty much paid starvation wages. Yeah. If you think if you think yeah, about the, the cost Canada of living, wage. yeah, right, right, right. If you think about the cost of living in Canada, she couldn't make her rent with like I mean, there, there's more to the de- details to it. You can basically follow her and 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 see the the full situation the full picture i i think she's like a cool person who's probably very talented at what they do and have has a skill and they're paid with with such lack of respect mm-hmm. by a company that overcharges for their outfits and their clothes but let's go back to the vegan companies now i'm not going to mention any of the companies now, if you want to go to Glassdoor, it's very entertaining. You want to see how people spill the tea on these companies, go for it. You know, write down your favorite vegan food company or vegan brand, and <laughs> and pre- then get disappointed and prepared to have your head blown off. Uh, you know, like, uh, well, what is this? But I'm going to read just a few of these reviews. I'm not going to talk about the companies, and uh, you know, the names might be changed to protect the innocent. Um, but, you know, I think it's important that people get a perspective on their vegan brands and the companies that make your favorite vegan cheese, your favorite fake meat, your favorite egg replacer. <laughs> Jason's least favorite <laughs> egg replacer. No, 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 no. Here's one. And, and again, these are just excerpts. They're much longer reviews. Never meet your heroes. They are a directionist bulldozer with an apparent blind spot in their compassion for employees. Hope and expectation to work for a changing, disruptive company that changes the world and we're the good guys. And then you're like getting like ground down to a nub overworked and underfulfilled. They always claim that they care about the environment, the society, and the animal. But they will use those environmentally unfriendly materials because of cost. Mm. They will get you to buy their vegan mission, then treat you like trash and overwork you without appreciation. So again, I, I understand. First of all, it's common to hate your boss and heavy is the head that wears the crown. But... 
there's certain situations like there was one uh, report from a very popular vegan um, brand and they basically took one of the workers that, that, you know, one of the employees and they made the employee go from Whole Foods to Whole Foods buying up all their products so they wouldn't lose the Whole Foods account. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Especially with food products, you know, food is a very competitive world and the margins are tight. And because, you know, consumers, they're like, the reality is inflation is out of control. Food is a huge expense. And so, like, we're sitting there in grocery stores like choosing the almond milk that's like 30 cents less. So here's the question. If you're a food company and everybody else is squeezing their workers, every last drop out of their workers, can you survive if you don't do that? I mean, I, I want to I hope that in a world you, you can. But here's the, is it, what can you do to, to have, you know, sufficient efficiency that your pricing is competitive compared to everyone else who's doing these bad things. Mike Keller siding with the evil people. No, I, I wasn't siding. I was asking. A, I knew you'd say that, too. I'm asking a question because I, I don't run a food company and I, I know like margins are tight. What do you how do you unless everybody agrees to 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 treat workers better, the company that treats workers worse wins like at Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, also, it's a trend where, I mean, maybe capitalism, I don't know, yeah. the idea where people, employees are exploited. Mm-hmm. I do feel that a lot of these vegan companies that charge a premium for their products should be held at a higher standard than your Canada goose. Especially if all their messaging is like, we're good people. That's right. And this is this one I guess you can identify with. Draconian rule by the by the people in charge. Who is one of the most clueless and ruthless of them all. <laughs> he seems to be gunning for a fleeting prospect of an IPO, and if it fails, a golden parachute. Good luck with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's another one of like like a loss of faith. Truly saddening to come into what you expect to be a dream job with an amazing mission to fight climate change and find this mess. <laughs> uh, it's like you you get there's really nothing to believe in anymore, right? <laughs> Everything is just fake. Not to go off topic again, but have you heard of this documentary made by um walt disney's grandniece it's called something along the lines of um the american dream and other fairy tales about how the workers at disneyland like are living in their cars they can't like afford to live i have a friend that made a documentary about that as well your friend the grandniece of no no but she made a documentary about that yeah, no, I mean, they, they don't they don't pay a living wage and yeah. the cost of living yeah. keeps on raising and raising. The, I mean, it's impossible PR to live. The PR got so bad that they started paying them a little more, but eh, still not enough. 
not only that, they expect to, they've monetized everything to a point mm-hmm. where uh, you know a, a family of four has to spend thousands of dollars to enjoy their park. A pin is like twenty dollars. <laughs> I understand that you're trying to obfuscate and because, you know, we're we're focused in on you defending all these CFOs and CEOs, you know, because, you know, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to be in business. I understand that. <laughs> I'm not defending. Them. Hold on. There's another one. I'm going to read one more. Okay. And, and you, know, you know what it is, too? It's kind of this kind of two sides. You got this PR verse. You know, like the mm-hmm. PR world where they're really concerned about how people perceive them. And then you have the underlying thing truth. that's happening. Yeah, the truth, <laughs> how they exploit there's, people. So you're saying there's, there's truth and there's spin. There's this one very, very famous meat company. There's, their headquarters only has one restroom. And they were talking about how it's like really uncomfortable to be in a place where the Hunger Games, (laughs) murdering your fellow cubicle mates for a chance at the toilet. To this world, it's this cool hip company with a cool mission. All smoke and mirrors. It's a sinking ship. Run as fast as you can. Wow. That could have been one of their competitors. <laughs> Run as fast as you can. <laughs> That's the other thing too. Yeah, you don't know where they, uh, you know, all these things come from. Maybe they're, yeah, might might come from. I mean, I could say someone say well, it comes from the um, the meat industry trying right. to. Right. Look, this is like Rashomon because everybody involved, you know, they can live in the same world, they can see the same things, and they can perceive them completely differently. Mike Heller so, defending these evil I'm not, people it's again. It's so messed up of you to say that. You're just like a slanderous <laughs> person. Like, I, I need somebody to defend me against you. <laughs> I mean, I, I always see the dark side usually, but I kind of know some of these people. No, I've had, no, I I've had experience. A lot of them are hypocrites. I've had experiences with some of these companies. I know. And so. A lot of what I'm reading rings true. In fact, it's sometimes it's like a missing piece. Like, oh, okay. I'm not, you know, you know, the whatever. I'm not a monster. Uh, you know, it's it's a toxic place. So, oh, you're like you're like I thought I was crazy. No, <laughs> the place was crazy. They gaslit me into thinking it was me. Um, yeah, I, I was. So, I'm a reasonable, nice person. They, they so, shouldn't treat me like garbage. Jason Cartelli, unless they heard we, this what podcast. Do we, what do we do? <laughs> what do we Are do? Are we supposed to like go to Glassdoor and then assess the veracity of each review to decide whether or not we want to buy a blah blah burger? Well, the message is that we shouldn't hold these companies on a oh, pedestal. I don't. And then also, well, I don't know. You kind of do. I, you know. I mean, you're defending these these corporate no, I, monsters. How I dare asked, you? I asked a question. That's not defending. That's like trying to figure out all sides of an argument. That's called being a you know open-minded, centrist, empathetic person. I understand what you're doing. We're both on the same side. You just want this podcast to be lively. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So back to what we do, okay? I say that we use Glassdoor as Yelp, and okay. and uh, we make our own decisions if we like 
That's fair enough. Sad employees that are exploited. We, you know, whatever. We wear Canada and, and geese and ducks that are mm-hmm. ripped of their under feathers. Then we wear Gosh. Canada goose. We definitely don't have any Canada goose. If we want to have these products and we love them, we should also understand that humans are exploited because we're enjoying these products. We've got to get yeah. real in this town. Oh, things might be get difficult for you because you already have um, stringent taste requirements. So I don't know if anything is going to meet both your your taste and like human resource requirements. I mean, when all else fails, you just make it yourself. That's true. You and, don't need I, these because, products. I mean, these products are products of convenience. Right. Because when you buy a commodity like rice or beans, you can't read a Yelp review about how the like you know rice. A worker was exploited because you don't know where it came from yeah but i also think that these companies are they're using mm-hmm. the rhetoric of better for the environment better right. for the animals you know better for humans i mean even look at that press release that canada goose did this right. kind of patent on their back like oh see we're dedicated to humans yeah, and they making went, the planet better and we're wonderful wonderful company they went from horrible to a little less horrible <laughs> Yeah, or just still horrible, but less so. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. There's I mean, like, you always get these arguments that, that yeah. you always get these arguments that that vegans are hypocritical mm-hmm. because and, we, don't, we cannot meet this like uh, unmeetable ideal of perfection. Yeah, that's true. Or the the CEO that treats their dogs really well, but treats their employees, you know, belittles them in public and treats mm-hmm. them terrible, and you know, it's like it's like. Maybe we need to treat everyone. I mean, humans are animals too. We live in a very opaque world, right? Because all we see is something mediated by some, whether it's, you know, the media, social media, uh, PR, like, and also it's just that there are billions of entities around us. We cannot have like consciousness of each and every one. So, what do we what do we get like advertising images to like shape our worldview and it's kind of sad and scary because the world has gotten so much bigger and more complicated because we are exposed to so much more and more of it rather than living in a tiny community of hunter gatherers we're global and uh it's overwhelming well i'll have you attack me because i'm going to start defending some of these companies as well Sure, go ahead. Okay. Gonna, I don't attack anyone because I'm just trying to look at all sides of an argument. <laughs> you, no, attacking is good. That makes it okay. you know much more exciting. Um, I do think that another reason why some of these plant-based vegan companies have issues with, let's say, human resources, treating their customers right, etc., is because they're startup companies. Yeah, which always have human resources and, issues. And these companies don't have... Protocols, protocols, uh, established um, employees, things like that. A lot of times, they you know maybe they're just a few years old, or they just or they or the people that are running these companies, you know, don't have a lot of experience. So that could be well, you know, something as well. I do think that it's also a reflection of vanity. I do see that a lot of these, it's kind of that Elon Musk situation where. Um, mm. You know, these people really care about how they're perceived. And so maybe it's important that more people 
go on TikTok. More people make podcasts like this where they talk about how these companies treat their employees. <laughs> you think more people should be noble like you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I like that. See, throwing it back at me. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just say, I mean, I feel like, I feel like a lot of platformed um, influencers are afraid to talk about these companies because they think they're going to get they, hired by them. Yeah, they want to get one of those juicy brand deals. That's right. And wait, they is that be, why you they, they is that why you didn't mention any names this whole time? No, I didn't want to get sued. Yeah. Oh, so it's not because you wanted the carrot; it's because you wanted to avoid the stick. They're not going to give me the carrot. It's okay. I'm, I'm good enough. I'm good enough without the carrot. I got my own bunch of carrots in the side. Yeah. Oh, you got your own carrots. You don't need their carrots. <laughs> not just that. I mean, you see that they're going to treat you like garbage if they hire yeah. you. <laughs> so i don't know what you know do you want to suffer okay go ahead ah anyway so what did you have for lunch mike keller that's more important i had trader joe's lentil wrap i had some nuts and a banana oh you oh so you want you're gonna have a proper lunch right now no i'm just i don't know i'm kind of on a, a diet on? and then i've been working out and we're getting back oh. in shape if you're working out, you should. You need a little more protein to fuel your muscles. Nuts! I need some nuts. Okay, that's good. That's All right. Good.